0: Welcome to the Midlife Mastery Podcast. I'm Peter Fritz, and this is a show about mastering the issues we midlifers face, from basic money worries to not having enough time, right through to that dreaded midlife crisis. Sometimes we have guests on the show, and other times, well, it's just me. But either way, my job here is to offer practical, real-world advice, plus the occasional kick at the butt, all with the noble objective of helping you to master the best time of your life, your midlife. Welcome back to episode 23 of the Midlife Mastery Podcast. If you've been listening since the beginning, thanks for sticking around. If you've only just started, then welcome. Nice to have you here. Uh, this week, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Uh, my sister and I have both been writers for quite a long time, her longer than me. She's uh, a few years older than me now. She's 53, and I'm going to be 50 in a couple of months' time, so we'll be three years apart. But uh, my sister's been published all over the world in uh, various magazines, and she's about to release her very first book. So I thought that uh, this week I'd actually read Uh, an article i asked her to write for the midlife tribe website which is all about what it's like to turn 50 how it feels turning 50 so um i'm just going to read what she's written so if you don't feel like reading uh the blog post well then you can have a listen to it here oh and by the way i (laughs) i actually recorded this whole thing about half an hour ago and then realized i'd forgotten to press the record button yeah so this is take two When my 50th birthday was approaching, some of my friends wanted to throw me a big bash. Their plan was to have me book a motel in the city for a couple of nights and party, party, party. I could think of nothing worse. I had to put my not so little foot down with an emphatic, yeah, nah, that's Australian for thanks but no thanks, by the way. Some of the younger set also seemed worried that turning 50 might be a traumatic time for me, but really the complete opposite was true. My only crap birthday so far in this lifetime was my 30th but that was because I was a single parent with a three-year-old son and I thought well that's it my life is over. I figured I'd be raising a child on my own until I was too old and saggy to find a partner again. As fate would have it I did remarry and have another child too. By the time 50 rolled around I'd been single for 10 years and I was loving it. In the end I did agree to the city stay the uh, the trip to the city, but without the parting. And I had a lovely time with a couple of dear friends, but really that was it for the official celebration. So how did turning 50 feel? Well, it felt pretty damn good. I'm 53 now and I'm loving my life exactly as it is. I'm so content with what I have. The only improvement would be having more money, but with no extra effort on my part ideally. Today, I have a job I love, working with people I care about. I have two generous but annoying children, three very annoying cats, and a roof over my head that I share with a bank. 50 feels like contentment, which is something that would have made me hurl in my 20s. But contentment is great, as is calm, tranquil, easygoing, relaxed, and chilled, dude. I know how I feel about most things in my life. I have definite opinions, but still try to learn more about myself and my world all the time. I try not to be one of those know-it-all old farts who declaims the opinions of others. Yet my daughter will tell you that that's a load of crap and I'm still terribly judgmental. I'm trying to care less what people think of me, but that seems to be a losing battle. I'm working on that one. One minute I'm all tough and then a random comment will have me in tears. I don't want to be a tough old bird with emotional skin of leather, but it would be nice if thoughtless people wounded me less. On the negative side of the ledger, mortality looms large when you hit your 50s. With good health, advances in science and selective breeding, there is a good chance that you'll live well into your 90s or even 100. But do you want to? If I'm still able to potter around with all my beloved things around me and be content, then all good by me. But I tell you what, it's pretty daunting to realise that I might not get another 50 years out of this body. With care and no major injuries or health issues, I may live to enjoy life for another, what, 30 years? Maybe more? I hope so, because there are so many books I haven't gotten around to reading yet, and that's going to take up most of my remaining time. I dream of moving to southern Tasmania and living near the water. I'll be an eccentric and much-loved author, I'll raise chooks, and elderly cats will rule the house. On the practical side, I'll be close to a major hospital, a bus route, and a friendly local taxi driver. So anyway, 50. I think it equals reinvention. After years of false starts, my writing has finally taken off again, and my plan is to write enough books to fund a comfortable retirement. So I'm planning ahead by working on my books and my blog as much as I can while working part-time. Turning 50 was the start of that new path in my life. Unfortunately, menopause decided to kick in at just the same time. So now it's a battle between creative ideas and writing them down before they vanish like some evil magic. So what does 50 feel like now? Well, it feels like freedom. And the definition of that freedom is going to be different for everyone. I'm single, so my sense of freedom does come with a delicious side dish of nobody can tell me what to do. I'm free to live an authentic life, to suit myself, and to shed little bits of my old life as I go. I'm fairly rigid by nature but I'm finding that I can live my life with more flexibility these days and still feel safe. I have a few friends enjoying their 60s now, and I look forward to reaching that milestone too. They seem to be having a lot of fun trying new experiences. So as far as I can tell, life only gets better with age, and turning 50 was one of the best things that ever happened. So how will you feel when you turn 50? And that's it. Uh, you're going to find the actual blog post for this podcast episode over at midlifetribe.com/slash/twenty-three, and I know I always crap on about this at the end of each episode, but if you haven't already grabbed your copy of Fifteen Ideas for Midlife Mastery, go get one. It's free. It's lovely. It's sixty pages long. It's full color, landscape format, perfect for your iPad, and. As the title suggests, it's got fifteen ideas on, in there for mastering in midlife. You'll also find a bunch of other useful tools on the Midlife Tribe website. If you just go to the homepage and scroll down near the bottom, there um, you'll see where they live, and they're all free. The only exception is the uh, the book that I wrote ooh, about a year ago called Breathe Again: Debt Free in Three Simple Steps. That's uh, seven bucks. If you want to download that and start reading it straight away, uh, just go to midlifetribe.com/book. Uh, you can also buy that in paperback uh, or Kindle. So uh, go and have a look at that. That's it for me for this week. Uh, before I go though, I want to read out one more review. I love getting reviews from people and uh, uh, I said that I was going to start reading more of them out. So this one this week, who will I pick? Um, I'm going to pick Latches from the US. Thank you for the review, which is, I hadn't thought about my stage in life since I still have a toddler around, but Peter is talking to me. I'm really looking forward to more episodes. Interesting and engaging. Well, thanks a lot, Arlachis. I appreciate that. And uh, if anybody else there would like to leave a review, just hop onto iTunes, hit the review button. And uh, I keep a record of all of these. I read all of them. And as time goes by, I'm going to read them out on the show. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again in a week's time. Enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.